The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There is a Talmud in Panovich. His name was Binyamin. He was a little bit different than the other Talmudim in Panovich. His parents very much wanted him to join the Israeli army. And this is going back to 1970s. In 1972-73, finally his parents convinced him to leave Panovich Yeshiva and to join the army. And it was very setting for a lot of the Rabbeim and for his friends. No one ever did that before. And then came the 1973 war, Yom Kippur War. Terrible, terrible war. I remember when I was a little child on Yom Kippur, my parents and a lot of people, they left the radio on in the basement to hear the updates because it was, it was, it was, a, it was, it was a terrible, terrible thing what was going on. And uh, the army, the Israeli army was losing at first and they thought that the end was near. Sukkot, they left the radio on also to hear that we were petrified about what was going on in Eretz Israel. And the, ultimately, there were Nisim and Iflais, and they were able to beat back the enemy. Binyamin, as he was fighting in the war, missed Panovich. He missed his yeshiva, he missed his friends, he missed his rabbeim. And in the middle of the war, they... You know, they would get mail from time to time. And he got a postcard, and it was a very bad day that the postcard arrived him. But then he, he was given it, and he looked at it, and he read the following. It says like this, Dear Binyamin, I hope all is well. I am constantly thinking about you and wondering how you are doing. I hope you are safe and doing well, and I will continue praying for you. Looking forward to seeing you soon, your friend Shmuel. That was the postcard. He got the postcard, and he was thinking, now, I thought I knew all of my friends' names in Panovich. I don't remember Shmuel. It was addressed from Panovich. Shmuel, who could Shmuel be? And he was, but this card gave him such chizuk that he had friends, they remembered him, they were longing to see him again, they were davening for him, they still cared about him, even though they were, you know, they were upset that he had left them, but they still loved him, and they cared about him, and it gave him chizuk throughout the whole war. And after the war was over, and after he got his, you know, his patur to go home, he went back to Panovich, and he was looking forward to meeting all of his friends. And as soon as he came into the base medrash, his friends came and gathered around him and hugged him and kissed him. And in the back of his mind, he was still like looking for like which one of these friends is Shmuel. And then one of his rabbeim came over to him, and gave him a big hug and a big kiss and said. Binyamin, it's so, I'm so happy to see you. I was davening for Achenu B'nai Yisrael every day of the Mulchama. I was davening day and night, and I had you in mind in particular. He says, thank you, Rabbi. It really means so much to me. So he says, by the way, did you get my postcard? And all of a sudden he realized that Shmuel was the great Rabbi Shmuel Rizovsky, Rashiva Panovich, who wrote to him, who cared about him, who loved him, who considered him, besides for his Talmud, he considered him his friend. And that postcard was so him before he knew who Shmuel was and after he realized who Shmuel was, that he went back after he was released from the army and he stayed in Panovich many, many years and he became a very big Talmud Chacham. And I was thinking that, in a way, that's sort of what we're going through in our life. We're battling a war. Every day we have a battle. And Baruch Hashem, it's not a Yom Kippur war that we're going through, but it's a spiritual war. And we have our phones, and we have our laptops, 
and we're wired in so many different ways. And then we go on the subway and we go on the streets and we see the billboards and the magazines and the newspapers. And then we have classes and then we, it never ends. We're bombarded on all sides. It's a Mohammed mamish. And sometimes we get a postcard from a Shmuel Rizovsky that's inside of us. And the postcard is saying, I'm thinking about you. I'm here for you. I love you. I'm concerned about you. I'm davening for you. I'm your friend. And that postcard is our neshama. And it sends messages to us. And if we want to ignite that neshama, if we want to make that neshama be the dominant force in our life, there's no greater time to heed it and to shine a light on it then Hanukkah. It's a time of Hallelujah. Tomorrow morning we're going to say Hallel. And it's the Neshama saying Hallel. Let the Neshama sing. Let the Neshama express itself finally. Let it out. And when you see the candles in front of you now or by the Menorah tomorrow night, we have a few nights left, look at the Menorah, look at the Neiris, and let it be a reflection of the Neshama within. Remind ourselves that we have a Neshama Tahira. You are going to give that neshama back to me. Let's perfect our neshama. Let's make sure our neshama is happy with us. This is the time to start the battle again. This is not ancient history, Hanukkah. Hanukkah is azai bimei It happened then, but it continues till today. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.